Welcome back to a special Tuesday edition of Home Field Tailgate. As uh, the majority of our listeners know, the Rebels have a bye week this weekend, uh, but we don't have a bye week podcast. We're here for you. We're going to talk about the games last week. We're going to break down our favorite bets for this week. And yeah, we're excited you're here. If you're uh, on YouTube, we're happy you're here. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, whatever your preference is, we're just glad you're here. Um, Will, we'll start with you because you're wearing your Dodgers shirt. You've had a tough week so far. It's only Tuesday. Tell us how you're feeling. What's going on? Feeling better than you two Red Sox fans. At least I can watch my team in the postseason. I can name one Red Sox player. So this will tell you how much I keep up with it. And his name is Chris Sale. Other than that, I can't name anyone else. And that's kind yeah. of ironic because he doesn't play. I had to be reminded that the, the Dodgers relief pitcher that came in last night used to be a Red Sox. I had no idea. So... You did That's not cool. know Joe Kelly was a Red Sox. No, not Joe Kelly, like the some other dude who came in. Let me look at the box score. Do what are y'all going to do with? Uh, I mean, as as most of our listeners uh, know, if y'all don't, we're all Ole Miss fans, and usually on Saturdays we're uh, when they're playing at home, we're in the Grove and watching the games. Um, what do you two have planned for your Saturday bye weeks? Well, Will gave us a teaser before we started taping, so I'll let him go first. Well, on the 1% chance the Dodgers win both the next two games, I might try to make a little spur-of-the-moment trip out west, but we shall see. If not, I'll be in Jackson just watching college football. You first sound really excited. You sound yeah. nice. I am looking forward to the Saturday off. Uh, it's the first Saturday I've been at home and just been able to sit here for a while. Um, I'm very excited to just watch football. I'm, I miss a lot whenever I'm yeah. in the group and at Ole Miss games. I miss other games, so I'm excited to see them. Um, I probably will do one of two things, sit at the house and smoke a chicken nice. or go to – uh, Funkies or the library sports bar and watch games all day. And that then Mary awesome. Morgan's mentioned having a date night Saturday night. Date night would be sitting at a bar somewhere with a TV in front. Of <laughs> it's college football season. She gets it. She knows. She, she knows what she signed up night, for. Yeah. If we go on a date Saturday night, there will be a TV in front of us. With That's fair. Um, will that picture? We have a good slate this year, by the way. Huh? Ryan Brazer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds great. Also, shout out to Addison for hosting Will and me last weekend and Mary Morgan. Um, we're very appreciative of your hospitality. It was a great time. Love your home. It's beautiful. Um, love your puppies as well. And obviously Quicksit, not a puppy, but your dogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, this weekend I'm kind of be kind of laying low. It's the first time in Birmingham for a full weekend since like August 18th. Um, so just going to be chilling, watching football, uh, have a race next weekend. So I'll be taking it easy, not really doing much. Yeah. A lot of the good games are in the middle of the day this week, though, it seems. Some are, in the, some are at night, but there are more 2.30 games that are intriguing than night games this week. What's the 2.30 game this week? Well, uh, there's a couple. Um, so we have at 2.30 this week, we've got – hold on, let me get back down to the 2.30. Oregon, spot. Washington on ABC. Okay. Tennessee, 
A&M on CBS. Okay. Florida, South Carolina. Gross. Kansas, Oklahoma State, BYU, TCU. Uh, I mean, all those games are exciting. 11 a.m. Arkansas and Bama play at 11 a.m. I mean, are there any really exciting morning games? I don't guess so. Sanford and Colorado play Friday night at 9. Okay. There we go. So, Addison, um, what's this trivia you have for us tonight? All right. So, I have a question for you guys. And y'all know occasionally I ask a trivia question here right. and there sporadically. Yeah. Um, obviously, and also I steal these from Brett McMurphy if y'all haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> uh, so, there are eight teams with 10 or more consecutive winning seasons. This includes bowls. So, 10 consecutive winning seasons. There are eight teams with 10 or more in a row current streaks. Can you name those eight teams? Will, we'll start with you. You go first. Alabama. Yes, Bama's fourth with 16 winning seasons in a row. Georgia. Uh, Thomas nope. gets to go next. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying – I thought well, we would go till how many we knew. What was no. Georgia's record? What was Georgia's Georgia is record? correct. They have okay. 10 winning seasons in a row. They are fifth on the list. Thomas Alabama, Georgia – Clemson. Yep, Clemson. Clemson is tied with Georgia uh, 12 in a row. All of Clemson's seasons have had double-digit wins, so 10 or more wins in all of them. Am I going again or is it Will? Uh, Yeah, you get two guesses. It's Will went twice. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is not on the list. Okay. I think they ended it last year. Didn't they go six and seven? I thought they went seven and six last year. They went six and seven last year. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's wrong. I could think of one painfully, Ohio State. Ohio State is on the list. I wanted Will to say that one, so that's why I waited. They are seventh with 11 winning seasons in a row. So we've gotten three. (laughs) No, you've gotten. Four. No, we've gotten four. We've gotten four. Um, really. You're. Oh, it's Thomas's turn. I will spoil one for you. I know for a fact Michigan is not on that list. Correct. Why would I say that? Because they're the most dominant team in college football right now. Okay. So we have four to go. Thomas, any guesses? I'm thinking. So we're looking at the most 10 years. So that was 2013. Mm-hmm. Also give you another hint. It's not Nebraska. Notre Dame. Notre Dame is not on the list. Wow. Well, four and eight one year. Mm-hmm. Um, Will? Eight years. Ten. Ten years in a row. So that's since... 2013. Mm-hmm. There are two teams with more than 20. Have we named those? No. No. Boise State, one of them? Who? Boise State. Boise State is has the longest. They have 25 consecutive seasons with a winning record. They're currently three and three. 
Um, you're oh, Thomas. So that's five. Yep. What I have my next one. Go for it. Texas A&M. Nope. They went they, four and eight last year. They went. They went. Five. Oh, they went five and seven. I'm an idiot. Wow. Yeah. But if you, I'm pretty sure if you look before that, they had a winning season from 12 to 21. Okay. <laughs> I was confident about that. I actually, I don't think they – I think they had one uh, – I'm trying to think when they hired Sumlin. They fired – they hired Sumlin in 12, and he went 11-2 and two his first year. Okay. Okay. So and, then they probably – so last year probably broke the, their streak. Yeah. Thomas, any guesses? So we have how many do we have? We have two Big Ten teams left and a uh, and a Big Twelve team. Oh, I know Big one. Ten and a Big Twelve. Huh? Have we said Penn State? Penn State is not one. Iowa. Iowa is eight. They have exactly ten. Let's go. Will, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, second, 21 consecutive winning seasons. One Big 12 school left. One Big 12 school. I'm going to say Oklahoma State. You would be correct. There we and go. 17 in a row. Fun trivia. 17 in a row. It makes you think a little bit. It does. It gets us out of our SEC bias. Yeah, there's only uh, two SEC schools on there, mm-hmm. and they're the they're the best. Team. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're exactly you would expect it to be. Next up in our fun section, basketball blue bloods, Kentucky, Duke, yep. UCLA, yep. Kansas, yep, Michigan. Mi- Sorry, all the blue bloods. Basketball Blue Bloods are ranked in the top 25 of college football for the first time ever. Really? Really. Is that all the Blue Bloods? Well, you know who I'm talking about. The big, you know, those are the big four. Uh, Debatable. Would you quantify Villanova? I guess not really anymore. They're kind of a new blood. I don't think they play football. They don't. But we're talking about blue blood for basketball. That's a big debate because some people want to call Indiana blue blood. Michigan State? No, they're not. Um, and, huh? No, I oh, think they North are. Carolina. North Carolina. That's the one I was missing. Yeah, and I was about to say. UCLA? Yeah. Louisville's not a blue blood. Mm, what about UConn? Currently. Traditionally, okay. I think Louisville's a good basketball program. They are. Uh, well, sure. But yeah, Kentucky. So Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA, yep. Duke, North Carolina. Those would be the five, you know, basketball blue bloods. All in the top twenty-five. I put UConn in there now too. You put who? UConn. <laughs> We're talking. Uh, yeah, UConn's one and five in football. Yeah, he's he's just trying to make a point that these big basketball schools are actually good at football, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Multiple of them. I mean, when you do think basketball blue bloods, I think those are probably those are going to be five of anyone you ask top eight programs all time. Yeah, that's fair. I would say. That's so, fair. um, 
Yeah, so that's interesting. All those schools have never been ranked in the top 25 at the same time before, and they're all in. Yeah. How about Louisville, by the way? Beating Notre yeah, Dame. And they hadn't been super impressive um, uh, kind of until the Notre Dame game, but the Notre Dame game was kind of a bad spot for Notre Dame. Yep. It's yeah, almost like somebody out. said this last week. Yes, yes, Will. Good job. You picked well, them. I, I missed plenty others, as we're about to discover. Yeah, we all picked we, Texas. We um, – I had my wrong dog favored, wrong team favored. I got that one right. Southern Miss and uh, whoever that other school was. The other school won. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. I couldn't even think who they were. That's how bad Southern Miss is right now. Um, no. Neither one of my teasers hit the but My teaser didn't hit either. It's okay. I need to start going, which obviously, like, we're doing this show, you know, tonight's Tuesday, usually it's on Wednesday, but later in the week is when I really intake my other college football podcast. Um. And they seem to help me because I've done good in our college football pick them that Thomas and I. Yeah, are you're you're the first place person back to back weeks. Back to back weeks, first place. I'm in second place overall. Three games out of there three we games go. Back. We okay. do ten games a week. The last two weeks, I went eight and two both weeks. You went so, nine and one last week, I think. Oh, did I go nine and one last week? Yeah. Oh well, so I'm on a little bit of a heater, but it's because I'm I'm taking in these other podcasts throughout the week, and so I wish I could do. Sometimes I wish I could do this podcast after I've listened to everyone else and I've gotten stats and information and whatnot. You're um, a, you listen to Big Bets on campus, don't you? Oh, love them. That's my favorite one. Friday morning. That's who. Hey, look, they have the best stats too. We may do. We could do a show Saturday morning if uh, y'all want. Do a live show Saturday morning. Do a live you. show. Will's like, no, I'll be. Put in lock in, lock in some real, lock in our. Uh, Actual bets for the day. Yeah. You know, have a 30 minute, 45 minute live. I mean, show. that'd be fun. Like very on the cuff. Just like yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a thought. We could do it since we don't, I mean, we don't have uh except Will might be going to Los Angeles, but that could be fun though. I could do a live one from the live from LA. Live from SoCal. Something to think about. Let's see how our week goes. Maybe yeah. we'll do that this weekend. <sighs> All right, week six review. We kind of already discussed Louisville Notre Dame, so when we get to that, we'll we'll skip it. Yeah, unless you have more to say. But Will was right. Everybody else was wrong. That's all you need to know. Uh, well, well, well the first game on the list, Oklahoma plus six and a half versus Texas. Will had Texas forty five, Oklahoma ten. I also we all had Texas. Thomas yeah. didn't have Texas to cover. I don't guess. Um, and I will say. In my college football pick'em, though, I did take Oklahoma. I get, I'm so Chris wishy-washy on these games, but after I listened to more people talk and gets got stats and analytics, I went with Oklahoma. A lot of the late money went on Oklahoma, mm-hmm. like yeah. on the Action yeah. Network website that we look at. I think the line closed at four and a half. Yep, it did. So, um, and then I, well, first of all, but still, Texas should have won the game. Yeah, they uh, had. What three times in the red zone and they didn't convert once? They had, well, they, they also had three turnovers. Jeez. Um, they took the lead late in the fourth quarter and then they were playing a major prevent defense. Oklahoma got a big play and was able to score to end it. I mean, it was 
horrific clock management by Sarkeesian down the stretch. They scored too early, went too fast, mm-hmm. and then awful defense on the last position. But Texas with three turnovers, I still think those teams play ten times. Texas wins seven. They're probably going to play again in the Big 12 championship yeah, game. Yeah, Big 12 championship, Texas. Gets Texas will be favored by three and a half points. Or makes four the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still think after watching the game, I still think Texas is the better team. I do too. They should. I think that Texas got out coached, and that their quarterback play was a better. <clears throat> what will? I was just coughing. I actually wasn't doing anything for. Um, but Texas out game box score. Texas won the uh, box score for the most part. Mm-hmm. Still. So. Yeah, Texas will win the rematch. Yeah, I think so. I think if they play again, Texas wins. Yeah. All right. This game was. Extremely exciting as LSU games tend to be. Um, that overhit again. Uh, LSU minus five and a half at Missouri. Uh, over under six four and a half overhit. LSU overs seem to be doing good this year. LSU covers on a pick six mm-hmm. um, with like thirty seconds left. We both had the. It was awesome. We both had the margin of victory right. We both had LSU by ten. Yeah, that's what it ended up being. So, I mean, we we got this right. Um, this is another one that I had the opposite of in our college football pick them. Um, and it was this a, is the one game you lost, there, but, but I won here. Yep, yep. So, I'm, I'm one and one on both so far. Yeah, going through. I mean, uh, yeah, LSU's defense is really, really, really freaking bad. I can't remember if we just talked about this or we said it on here. LSU, USC. I would pay money to watch it. That'd be awesome. If I had to pay extra money to watch it on TV, I would do it. That that game would be – I mean, I think it would be similar to what we saw two weeks ago with Ole Miss versus LSU. It would just be attractive. Yeah, but, yeah, but you I get think Caleb, LSU would handle Caleb, them. You get Caleb Williams, though. Yeah, and that's fair. Caleb Williams – We saw – LSU's defense, defense showed a little bit of life in that second half. They – I'm not ready to completely write them off as – Oh, I haven't, I haven't written them off as dead. LSU's a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus USC on a neutral site, I would think. And I would take that. Yeah. I mean, USC passed the score. They are awful on defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, they almost lost to Arizona. Jaden Daniels is my Heisman. He won't win it, but he deserves Unless it. Unless LSU kind of – if LSU goes nine and three, he'll be in New York. It'll be like an RG3 situation where he put up insane numbers and carry that team. Problem is, I don't agree with that because you're going to have these other quarterbacks putting up huge numbers on better teams like Penix, Bo Nix. I mean, it seems like there's been a huge push to get Brock Bowers in the conversation now. Oh, my God. Get get over me. He'll be invited (laughs) to New York. I don't think Jaden Daniels will, but – We'll see. We will see. A lot of football left. I mean, he he's gritty. He's tough. He and he throws some great balls. But moving on, maybe next week we can do uh, Heisman's. Yeah, so I like that. Uh, Kentucky plus fourteen and a half at Georgia. Kentucky didn't show up. No, I think Kentucky showed up. I just think they got murdered. I, I don't even. Kentucky's think- once again we found out Kentucky is. In fact, Kentucky. So 
and, and Georgia showed up. Um, what do y'all think about Mark Stoops' comments yesterday? About the NIL stuff? Yeah. It's just going to be the classic excuse. And, I mean, yeah. technically he's not wrong. Technically – Georgia is that much more talented than you and can outclass you when they're firing on all cylinders. But I mean, that should be kind of an unsaid thing. Like you should, you should not be saying that in the press conference. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong, but at the same time, I guess if I'm a Kentucky fan, doesn't make me happy to hear my coach no. say. Yeah. Some, some things should time, be left I mean, he, wants, he wants help, you know, money wise. So he thinks he can get better players, but I mean, their running back came from another SEC school. Yep. Uh, and they've got some other guys out of the portal, so um, I don't know. You're never going to have equal talent. I mean, well, I shouldn't say never, but right now in, in today's time, you're not going to have the same talent that Kentucky is your Georgia. No, right. no. Is, do you all think Kentucky is the second-best team in the East? Uh, I think Missouri is. You think Missouri is. Thomas? I think we'll find out this weekend. I'm curious about Tennessee. I'm not going to – yeah, I'm not going to write off Tennessee. You know, they know a lot about them this week. I think they have a really good defense. So, for for their standards and I don't know, I, I'm kind of curious if uh a shellacking they're going to take in 2 weeks in Tuscaloosa will make them turn it over to Nico pretty soon. And then we'll get to see what the the future of Tennessee looks like, but they're 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 I still have my eye on them. But I think Missouri's offense is the best non-Georgia unit in the East. So that's going to give them a chance in every game. Yeah, so I think as I'm leaning – I don't know, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm leaning Texas A&M to beat Tennessee. I can see it, but didn't you send that – you sent a tweet today. When's the last time Texas A&M won a road SEC game? I think the last time Tennessee lost at home was 2021. Yeah, but went and wasn't the other stat texting there was lost something like about a and that you sent us. I'm trying to remember what it was. I'm I'll pulling go it up. I'll go look. Texting M has lost their last seven true road games. Well, you know, something's got to break. Eventually that's got to end. Have you been to Neyland Stadium? They're checkering it again. No. That's okay. the best environment in college football. Okay, yeah, if they're throwing golf balls on the field. Oh, my gosh. Bottles, too. It's the best environment in college football. Saying it's a Penn State wide out. All right. Uh, we, we really <laughs> got away from Kentucky, Georgia there. All right, Washington State at UCLA. Uh, UCLA won. Pac-12 cannibalizing itself. Pac-12 cannibalizing itself has begun. I didn't see any of this, but I know UCLA won and covered. I don't even know what the score was, but I just know UCLA covered. 25 to 17. Okay. And we all had UCLA. Yep. Let's go. Good job, guys. Ballers. So cheesy. Uh, Alabama minus one and a half at Texas A&M over under 46 and a half. Addison was the only one right here. I had an A&M win. And Alabama, Alabama tried to hand him that game. And deposit too. that. 
Alabama gave AM every opportunity to win that game, and AM consistently shit the bed. You want to know something? What? I bet AM in this game. <laughs> As we were sitting on here last week saying, I'm not touching this game. We're not touching this game. Addison. I'm on I also it. had I also had uh, AM in my college football pick, and that was one of my that was my other loss. That those are, that Missouri were my two losses. After no, no, get, no. You you won that one because it was six and a half on that one. I think I had Missouri. Okay, I had Missouri. Yeah, I'll read that out to the end when we get through reviewing the week. I'll read out what my picks were. All right. Well, Alabama wins. They um oh, we gotta talk about Jimbo's incompetent coaching okay. down the stretch. Yeah. Um and obviously I've missed it, but and I'm I'm getting hearsay, but um apparently he mismanaged the clock and they were on the two line, two yard line, got stopped three times, called a timeout, so wasted a timeout, and then kicked a field goal to make it a seven point game. But you gotta have a you've got well, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but you've gotta have a touchdown and a field goal. Mm-hmm. Are you getting any closer than the two yard line again with three minutes left in the game, four minutes left in the game, how much time there was? No. You got to go for the touchdown there. You don't know if you're getting back down there. You can kick a field goal from 35 yards, from 35 yard line. Mm-hmm. You might not get back to the two. I think you, you've got to go for the touchdown there and you win or lose it there. I, and I think when you call the timeout and kick a field goal, I think you lose the game anyways. I don't agree with the call and timeout there for sure, one hundred percent. Agree or disagree? I, 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 it, it's so close to call in terms of going for the field goal or going for the touchdown, but in his you, you can't call a timeout and then think about it, and then not have three timeouts to stop them because regardless, you're going to need to stop. If so you call they the timeout, you've got to kick. You've got to go for two. If he knew he yeah, wanted to kick the field goal, but. If he knew he wanted to kick the field goal, he should have had the field goal team ready and lined up to run out in the field. Sure, you can lose 10 seconds, but you don't use the timeout. Yep. Exactly. That's that's where the difference was. Exactly. I, I, I don't I don't get as worked up over the touchdown field goal thing. Yeah. You you can make the case either way. That but I do agree with you. I would lean going for it there. You have them at the two and you just make the game you win the lose the game there. Mm-hmm. Because then it's 26-24. And um you have a real shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bama has there's a lot more pressure on them. So and they're they're gonna run the ball, and you know how you gotta trust your defensive line. AM has a really good one. So they have the best defensive line money can buy. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah, it was the timeout that was yeah. Head scratching. Yep. I agree. I agree. All right. UCF plus one and a half at Kansas. Well, uh, Jane Daniels didn't play. Neither did John Rice Plumley, which everybody said he was going to. And Kansas handled him. I thought JRP was supposed to play. He was, was supposed to play. And then he said, didn't. It said they was going to play. And I don't think he ended up playing. He didn't play. Huh. Yeah. But, but that was what everyone was saying. Was that he was going to play, but then he didn't. Yeah, that game wasn't particularly close, like, at all. Kansas just controlled the game the entire time. The final was 51-22. to 22. Yeah. Kansas, I mean, even uh, 
without uh Jane Daniels. Not Jane Daniels. Jalen Daniels. Jalen yeah. Daniels. Dang, it's it's almost like a power five schedule's really starting to catch up to these American teams. Like yep. almost wow. Like Darker. they shouldn't have made the playoffs. You 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 Central Florida should not be claiming that national title, huh? No. Things that make you think. No, they beat Auburn. I let them have it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Kansas is good. Now, that's someone I'd call if I was Arkansas when Sam Pittman's gone this year. He's too old. Let me tell you something. If Kiffin left, I'd call him. My guy's winning at Kansas, and their offensive scheme is just so beautiful to watch. Guys are winning. <laughs> Well, I understand your point. Not everything works as cut and dry like that. Just because you win at Kansas doesn't mean you're going to win at Ole Miss. Oh, no, I agree. But if you win at Kansas, sure as hell you can win at Ole Miss, I would think. It's a different type of job. It's different recruiting, different stuff like that. That guy is from Wisconsin. He is Midwest as can be. Like, that's okay. – he would do we, well at, like, Nebraska. We like, teased he, this yesterday or last week. And we we talked about coaches on the hot seat, who might be gone, who was on the hot seat, who's not on the hot seat anymore. Arkansas and Sam Pittman. He's more than likely gone this year. If you're them, who do you call? You if they lose to, if they lose to state next week, he's gone. Yeah. They'll be two and, and six. I think he's probably already looking ahead to that game. He knows they can't beat Bama. He's looking ahead to state because that's a must win. Yep. Yeah, I just – I mean, if they can get the NIL support, that job could be really good. Yep. Arkansas? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of money from alumni there. I think Elko would be the the slam dunk, also Levy. I have, I have a thought in the back of my mind about Levy and another SEC West job because uh, – you know where uh, Mississippi State's athletic director was hired from? Yep. He was the associate at Oklahoma. Mm, okay. And you know Mississippi State loves to do things to spite Ole Miss, spice things up a little. Lebby. He would be out to get us. He would. And I can't blame him. That'd probably be a good hire for state. It would be, and I that would that would be something that they should look. I mean, I think that. I mean, Arnett would have to go three and nine for them to fire him, but they're looking like they could. Will Rogers? Well, they're going to beat Southern Miss. They're going to beat Southern Miss. Yeah, so they're four and eight. Four and eight. You lose to Ole Miss by thirty in your home stadium. Are they? Gonna... I don't think. I don't think you fire him after one year. I think they're going to give him a second year. We said this about Joe Moorhead. I th- I thought the same thing too, and then I saw that buyout and saw how low it was, and I'm thinking, oof. Yeah, his buyout's very cheap. You have a cheap buyout. It's very school favorable. Yeah, you have a cheap buyout. You have a pissed off fan base, and you have coming off probably what will be a major loss to Ole Miss and and into your bowl streak. Not home one. I'm just in this scenario, he would be. Mm. I could I couldn't see a world where he comes back. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, they beat Southern, they beat Arkansas, they beat Auburn. That's bowl game right there. And I, it's just so hard to predict coaching changes this far out. 
I think that they probably go five and seven. I think they probably get either Auburn or Arkansas, most likely Arkansas, because Arkansas is just reeling. Yeah, but they won't have a quarterback for Arkansas. I think that's Arkansas true. gets them, but that's two weeks from now. Good point. All right. Notre Dame, Notre Dame went to Louisville right. and lost. Um, we talked about that one. We talked about that. Yeah. I kept look, getting score updates on my phone and just kept showing Will during the game, and it was like Louisville up like a touchdown, Louisville up two touchdowns, Louisville up three touchdowns. Like they were dominating. Yeah, final I think was 31-21. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It was like 31, like 14 or something at one point. Yeah. Um, our game that we were in attendance, Arkansas uh covered at Ole Miss. And the under hit. We got some defense. We Ole Miss it. defense had two interceptions. Uh KJ Jefferson had 20 250 yards passing, roughly. Arkansas only had 36 yards rushing. Pretty impressive. Um, considering what they did to Ole Miss rushing the ball uh, the year prior. Yeah. Um, Jackson Dart only had 150 yards passing, so not his best performance. Um, still a little not 100% at receiver again, it seemed. Trey Harrisman got a little, a little banged up again. Um, bye week should be really good for Ole Miss. Yeah. It came at the right healthy, time. To get healthy. Um, the kid from UTSA is, uh, does not look good in, in warm-ups out on the field. He's got a hard limp. Um, but, so, I mean, it was a defensive game for the most part. And I never – I was really actually never worried, even when Arkansas took the lead in the fourth quarter. It, it felt like we were just going to win the game. Yeah. I have confidence in this team right now to close. Um, and so, I, I like them in, in late in ball games right now. I do too. They're a very resilient bunch. They've shown it on multiple occasions in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Dart didn't have his best game, but you know, it's my understanding after you know, kind of watching him limp around and understanding that he kind of got hit funny on the second play of the game. Uh, showed a lot of grit. Did what he needed to do to get the job done. And Ulysses Bentley with another awesome performance this weekend. Yeah, good Maybe. teams. Good teams find different ways to win ball games. Yep. As we've heard plenty of times this week, Ole Miss wins a shootout, turns around, wins a game when the offense is pretty pretty stagnant most of the game. Mm-hmm. So still, I think that's an encouraging sign, encouraging sign for the rest of the year. We still have not seen a, get a complete game from Ole Miss where the defense put it together and the offense put it together in yep. the same game. Mercer. When we get that, it's going to be scary for someone. Whoever okay. Saturday when we peak, it's going Mercer. To be... That doesn't count. <laughs> okay, I have a question for y'all. This was teased on um, a post game show I was listening to. Anything less than nine and three now for Ole Miss is a disappointing season. Would y'all agree with that? One hundred percent. Right. Yeah, like this team realistically can go 10 and 2 or 11 and 1. I don't think we're beating Georgia in Athens, but I think we really should beat AM at home. Sorry, I keep coughing. I think you're going to be favored in every game left on the schedule except Georgia. Yep. So, uh, so by saying that, 
Yes, you should be 10 and 2. Nine and anything less than nine and three will be a disappointment. Right. It's just, I mean, SEC's hard. Like if you lose at Auburn or AM with all the talent they have, um, it's really those only the only I mean, God, God bless if you choke against Mississippi in the egg bowl. Um but yeah, th- this team, I mean, like shoot, I mean. I get the worst case scenario would be you lose to Auburn A and M and Georgia. You you go on a three out of four losing streak. I, I don't think this team's capable of that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I think they're too good to lose uh, all three of those games. They won two of the Arkansas, Bama, LSU games. So they can win two of those, and they have Vanderbilt kind of splitting them up. So yeah. I, I, I mean, we'll have to see more. I need I need to see more of a because they're not very consistent. Um, yep. But I, I would think Ole Miss would have a bigger chance of losing A&M than Auburn. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Will, any other thoughts on that, or do you kind of agree? We'll know a lot more for an Alabama. October 21st. Yeah. We will. We sure I fully will. expect us off a bye to go down there and take care of business, though. I think he has this game circled. I think he's been thinking about it. You know? Like, both these fan bases hate each other because of what went down. He obviously has, you know, memories, some great, some not so great from his time in Oxford. Oh, he's already re- he's already played Ole Miss again. Yeah, that was Liberty. Like it's not Auburn. You know, this is high stakes. This is SEC. I think Ole Miss well, still wins. He, he had a first round draft pick at quarterback though on that team. Yeah, but yeah, that Liberty team would probably beat this Auburn team. I don't. Maybe actually, I don't know. You got a good point. They got the better quarterback. Food for thought, but I don't know. I think that, yeah, Auburn's a tough place to play, especially away. Ole Miss historically does not play well in Jordan-Hare, but I still think Ole Miss wins. But we'll talk about this next week. Yep, good points. All righty, y'all want to get into picks for this week? Uh, Yes. Sweet. We're going to start out with a little – Big 12 matchup. We got West Virginia traveling to Houston. West Virginia's a three-point favorite. I don't know why they're only a three-point favorite. I think West Virginia will handily beat Houston. The over-under is also 51 and a half for those that are curious. I like West Virginia, and I like West Virginia by 10. Uh, Two scores, not 10. 10 is two scores. Yeah, but it could be 14. You know what I mean? Um. Be two field goals. That's two scores technically. Could be could be sixteen. Could be uh, interesting game. This is a uh, Danner Holgerson, Houston's coach, uh, playing his former school for the first time. Yep. He was at West Virginia for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Left uh, to go home, but they're bad. Yeah. Moral of this story is West Virginia is, is good to mediocre, and Houston is bad. Um. I said West Virginia 30, Houston 20. 
Um, I think more like 28-17. I think West Virginia can run the ball, control the clock. I really like the under on this game. I'm probably going to play that Thursday night. And I'm probably going to play West Virginia as well. I didn't know this game was Thursday night. That's awesome. Yeah, Thursday night. Good game. Sweet. I'll watch this over whoever's playing in the NFL. Who's playing in the NFL? I'm just curious. I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah. No. Denver versus Kansas City. I'll pass. I don't sounds, really feel like seeing Taylor like on my TV. City, sounds like a Kansas City uh, ass whooping of the Broncos. Just beat down. Yeah. What's that spread? Ooh, I think it's actually pretty low. Let me go back to it. It might be interesting. Oh, never mind. It opened at seven, but it's now at ten and a half. Oh, my God. It's a lot of points in an NFL game. Don't you always, if it's ever double digits, you take the underdog in an NFL game? Prime time, I usually do. Like, so this. But I read an interesting stat recently that in the past 10 years, in 80% of NFL games, if you think that the underdog's going to win, they are actually more enticeful. It's actually more enticeful to take money line. And then if you think the favorite team's going to win, then you should just take the points and not worry about it. And I've kind of not tested it out like with actual money, but mm-hmm. I've kind of looked at box scores the past like four weeks and it aligns with that data still. Mm-hmm. So a little food for thought for NFL games. Hey, Thomas, can you uh, – what's, what's your score prediction for West Virginia? Oh, we're doing score predictions. Let's see. Hey, I let's, think it's let's do score be, predictions for all the games. Um, 28, West Virginia – Two, thirteen. Okay, right. 11, 11, 15. Into the SEC we go. Texas A&M plus three and a half at Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee with the – I mean, I'm going to take A&M with the points here. I like A&M with the points here too. Um, I think – Okay. I really want to pick A&M here as a bounce back. Yeah, nope, nope. No, I'm going A&M. Sorry, I had to fight that in my head. A&M wins, let's say, 27-21. This is a very even game. What's the the line home home field is what three points in Vegas, give or take, right? Yeah. So pretty much this is a pick 'em if it was on a neutral field. Oh, uh, no, neutral field A and M would be a six point favorite. Wait, how? What? No, they're a three and a half point dog. Oh, 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 oh I was looking for line yeah, line. it would be uh, a pick 'em. Uh, can you read lines, Addison? My bad, my bad. I was looking at it wrong. I'm used to that that joke to me but um no this is a very even game and i'm just going to side with what i alluded to earlier is incredible crowd a&m's coming off a pretty demoralizing loss um that was their chance to get them and i'm kind of expecting a&m to start a spiral I think that's going to be the biggest SEC job to open this offseason. That's my hot take. Um, so I said Tennessee 30, Texas A&M 24. I like Texas A&M here. I'll, I'm going to go with them to bounce back. 
Um, we'll see. I mean, I think – I don't know. I've been going back and forth on it all week, but as of right now, I'm taking a and Yeah, you just saw me go back and forth in my head in real time for about, like, 30 seconds there. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's a coin flow. I mean, there's going to be, you know, two or three plays going where the other will decide. I really think A&M covers, but I can see Tennessee winning by, like – about three. Goal. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. Uh, Arkansas plus 19 and a half at Bama. Bama's probably, I mean, Bama. Yeah. Yeah. Bama. Just fill in the blank. Like, the Bama's going to the slaughterhouse. To the slaughterhouse, the pigs go 35 to three. Bama covers. If, if, if Arkansas can't run the ball on Ole Miss, <laughs> they ain't going to run the ball on Alabama. I will do the transitive property there. Um, UMass plus 42 and a half at Penn State. Oh, I'll only put this on here. Uh, about to say, why are we talking? I think this is this is my overdog of the week. I think Penn State covers 42 and a half. I don't think UMass will score. I think I thought the over, I thought I was reading the line wrong. UMass plus 42 and a half over under is 56 and a half. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just taking, I just want this is my overdog of the week. So I, I really like Penn State here. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll call. Oh, we'll left. I'm right. I'll be right back. My computer's about to die. All right. All right. So next we have BYU traveling to Fort Worth, Texas, to take on the Fighting Horn Frogs. Uh, BYU is probably the one team that has joined the Big 12 that's been fine. They're four and one. I don't think, I think their probably most impressive win is Arkansas, which is in retrospect, not that great. Um, they beat. That was before Arkansas kind of spiraled. That's fair. Um, they beat Cincinnati 35 27. They lost to Kansas, um, on the road. TCU is not that good. Um, no, no. West Virginia. I'm going to go. Okay. (laughs) Well, Mormons, Christians. That's funny. Let's see here. Let's go. TCU. Mormons versus the Baptist. BYU. I don't think TCU is Baptist. 28. I think they are Baptist. Isn't it a Baptist school? I don't think so. I think it's a. uh, Just a Christian. Church of Christ. Presbyterian. That's Baylor, buddy. Presbyterian. Let's let me look that up before I spread misinformation. Uh, I'm gonna take BYU to cover. I think BYU covers too. They might win outright, but I'm not gonna pick that. I'm just gonna say BYU covers. And we don't have necessarily do score predictions on this, but let's just say like BYU covers plus six. Put that in there. Okay. Thirty-four thirty Mormons. Oh, Will's picking them to win. Yep. I'm going to – I like Thomas's score prediction. I'm going to use the same one. Go for it. Um, oh, Kansas minus three Oklahoma State. I have a little bit of a, of a number for you right in here. Um, Mike Gundy, his last nine games as an underdog at home, his last nine games as an underdog at home, he's won eight of them outright. Sharps really, really like um, – And they looked better this past week. 
Sharps really love Oklahoma State in this game, in case you're wondering. A lot of the money is on the under, too. Whoa, Addison, check this out. 58% of the bets are on the under. 99% of the money is on the under. Wow. At 58 and a half. Yeah. Wow. I think Oklahoma State is starting to find themselves. Yeah. And Kansas' uncertainty at quarterback, this being in Boone Pickens, I foresee an Oklahoma State blowout. Oh. 38-13. Did I just say Oklahoma State covers? You want your show, too. Addison's like, we're doing score predictions. Never mind. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to predict the winner. I just want to predict the cover now. <laughs> Scores are hard. Well, 28 21. We're not State. actually betting on this. I think I'm going to bet Oklahoma State this weekend. I'm going to bet that and the under. Maybe I'll teaser. Yep. And teaser. And, and Oklahoma and, State plus and, nine. Under. Under uh, what's that? What will it be? Sixty-two and a half. Yeah. No, no, no. Under no. it would be under if it's fifty-eight to be fifty-two and a half. No, 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 no. no sixty-four. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sixty-four. Yeah, oh, I like 64. that a lot. I love that. That might be a three. Oklahoma unit play. State plus nine under sixty-four and a half. Teaser of the week. Should I lock that in now? I kind of want uh, to. I'm doing it. I'm yeah, doing let's it. do it. Come on, Will. Join us. Nah. Well, you can ensure the next game while we're doing this. The Steve Spurrier or Will Muschamp Bowl, whichever you prefer. Uh, South Carolina hosting. Thomas, we don't have over under. Oh, wait. Is the over under not available yet? Not on there yet. We got to wait. We got to wait. Got to wait. South Carolina is a two-point, two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Gators. Give me South Carolina, 35-25. Ian Cox, 31-17. Oh, Florida is so inconsistent. I don't know what we're going to get with them. This is at 2.30, right? SEC Network. Uh, I'll take South Carolina to, to to cover and win. Well, put the put the graphic up there where, where we all pick the same team. Yeah, uh, you should probably fade that. The opposite happens. This is a lot of points. Oregon I think I might Washington. like the over in South Carolina, Florida. Okay, we got Oregon going on the road to Washington as a three-point dog. The over-under is 67 and a half. A lot of points. This is where college game day is. 67 and a half is a lot, but I think the over is going to hit. Like, I think this is a shootout. That's too many points for me. This is your classic Big Ten West game. That's too many points for me. I'm going to go. What's 35 plus 31? 
42-35, Washington, uh, Oregon. Mine just went under. <laughs> so I said Washington 35, Oregon 31. Two, the two best quarterbacks maybe in the country. Big rivalry game. Once again, when I'm in doubt, I side with the home team. And they have a more experienced head coach. I agree. I agree. I'm siding with the home team. Um, I like Penix. Uh, I'm going to take it as a push, though. Washington 35 to 32. Taking a push. So I can't be wrong. <laughs> you can't. You you have two 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 other options that make you wrong. I'll tell you all this if uh, uh, after I listen to Big Bets on campus, I'll give you a Washington Oregon pick. Uh, Kansas State plus one and a half at Texas Tech. Oh God, I don't want. Tech's good at home. Tech's good at home. K-State got shellacked at uh, in Boone Pickens by the Cowboys. And I think they uh, – They I also lost at Missouri. Here. Huh? Also lost at Missouri. I know. So they're three and two. Either. I think Tech is two and three. So both these teams need to win. Um, very middling I, teams. I'll take the home team with Will. Well, the home team's tech. I know. I'm saying I'll take. Oh, you like I Kansas State? I like K State. Thomas likes tech. I like tech. There a quarter in here to flip. <laughs> Obviously, this is a stay away game for me. I wouldn't touch this with a 50 foot pole. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Auburn plus 11.5 at LSU. Now, we've talked about how good Hugh Freeze is as an underdog, especially a double-digit underdog. Um, however, I think this one is going to go the opposite of Hugh's yeah. way. I actually think LSU will cover this game at home. I don't think Auburn can keep up with them. I think Auburn's offense can make LSU's defense look like the 2011 LSU defense. <laughs> No, LSU's defense played better in the second half. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, but my oh, oh, point, oh, I get what you're saying. I got yeah. what you're saying. That 2011 LSU defense was nasty. They're going to make that corner that we picked on look like Tyron Matthew. Um, and I think uh, I think LSU will jump out to a fast start and Auburn will take the foot off and kind of not exert a lot of energy to preserve themselves for a home game a home night game in two weeks. Yeah, because Auburn doesn't want to beat LSU. I didn't say they didn't want to. I'm just saying they're going to get their ass kicked in the first half and then be like, yeah, we'll live to fight another day. I think Auburn will put up some points. I don't think the game will ever be in doubt. i like LSU to win 36-28. I love that score. I'm going to say LSU 38-17. All right, the 230 game. Both teams are five and one coming off of um Missouri coming off of a very emotional loss, a game that they probably felt like got away from them. 
Kentucky just getting manhandled by Georgia on the road. Um, Missouri is getting two and a half points over under set at 52 and a half. Mr. Harbor, would you like to go first? Uh, I'm going to take the better coach here at home, Mark Stoops in Kentucky. I like Kentucky 27-21. You know, you have to, you know, remind yourself that these kids are – these are guys are just like kids. They're 18 through 20. And I feel like Missouri is coming off of a way more of an emotional ride at the home, losing to a game they feel like they should have won versus a Kentucky team that just got the doors blown off of them and having to go home to respond. So – because that, I think these teams are both kind of similar from a talent standpoint. I'll go with Kentucky just because they're at home. They're coming off less of an emotional roller coaster, and Stoops is still a pretty good coach. Yeah, I mean, and they just—I mean, they got just—I mean, they lost that game when they stepped off the bus. So it's yeah. not like they lost a close one with heartbreaker. I mean, they just got beat. So yep. Um, yeah, I like Missouri. Why? I don't think – I don't think that they're going to recover from that Georgia loss as, bad, as quickly as we think. And like we like we were talking about earlier about who we thought the second-best team in the East was, I'm gonna, right? I think Missouri has the best unit in the, big, in the SEC East outside of Georgia. Okay. That, that offense is legit. So – I think uh, I think Missouri goes in there and handles business, thirty-four twenty. All right, USC. I think Thomas put his score in my. Yeah, I did. I was, I was like, wait, did I do that? All no, right, go ahead, go ahead, talk. I'll, um, I'll all right, USC plus two and a half at Notre Dame. Notre Dame has been playing a lot of football. I mean, they started in London. They went on the road to Duke. They went on the road at Louisville. They're finally back home. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything tells me Notre Dame is actually the better team. Uh, They have a defense. I think they can slow down Caleb Williams. And their offense will probably look pretty good. Uh, I guess I mean, gosh, in USC, I mean, this game is one that could go either way, honestly. But yep. I just think Notre Dame is the better team at home, and yep. uh, they'll want to bounce back after that performance. But also, their season's over; they have two losses now. Um, so how does that team respond? Yep, especially when you don't have a conference championship, loss. it's hard to have that argument of "Hey, we won our conference," you know? Yeah, I do think they get up for USC, though. I do too. I think they get up up for USC as an old-school rivalry. So, I, I'm going to take Notre Dame uh, here. I like Notre Dame big. As we talked about, USC can't stop a nosebleed. And uh, Notre Dame has a solid defense. So, they'll be able to slow down USC enough. They'll be able to control tempo of this game. I said Notre Dame 45, USC 24. This will be an exciting game to see how uh, – to actually see USC against a, a talented team. Yeah. Um, I don't think USC is that good. I really don't. I just think you – I just think Notre Dame's the better team. 
I'm really excited to watch that game. Like that's probably one of the games that I'll have circled this weekend as far as I want to be in front of a TV watching. Yes, 100%. 100%. And I think Notre Dame wins. Um, Like y'all said, I don't think USC has really played a super competitive schedule and they've, they had a scare last week versus Arizona. Maybe they were kind of looking ahead to Notre Dame. I don't know, whatever. Um, I do know that their defense is terrible and that Notre Dame has a competent quarterback and they got a pretty good defense. They're going to be at home under the lights. I I think Notre Dame wins and I think they cover, I think it's 38, 31. Moving on Miami plus three and a half at North Carolina over under 57 Uh, North Carolina big. I also like the over as a play here. Yeah, I don't mind the over here. I think that Notre Dame not, – sorry, not Notre Dame. I think that UNC also wins. They're at home, had the better quarterback. Um, Miami's been in the news for all the wrong reasons uh, this weekend or in, throughout this week of how they lost to Georgia Tech. Um, just need the damn ball. Like, it's not that hard. Like, come on. Yeah. He's done this before. Yeah, we, had, we, we talked about – we talked about Jimbo's incompetence. We didn't even talk about crystal balls, but yeah, like, are you serious? That guy, like, I don't know. I don't know how to coach. I'm not saying I know how to coach. The next game I coach in college football will be the first. Um, I know that you should need it when you know there's 20 seconds left and your opponent doesn't have a timeout. I know that. So I actually heard. Um, and actually, Stucky from Big Bets on campus was talking about this college football coaching. These guys, none of these guys, like, watch other games. Mm-hmm. And um, so they don't know. So, like, the average college football fan knows time management practices better than the average college football coach. Interesting. Because <laughs> they see the games, um, and they kind of, like, just from watching football know what to do. All the college all the college coaches do is watch film. They don't get to sit on their couch and watch 10 games and see all these different – Scenarios. Um, and scenario. yeah. Interesting. Um, and they don't have all of the people in their ear as they do, which they should, and especially in these big time programs should have people in their ear. But like uh you see clock management done so much better, and the players coach so much better on it in the NFL than in college. It's NFL clock management for the most part is beautiful, like it's done so well. Yeah, like you'll see NFL players take needs instead of scoring touchdowns, mm-hmm. you know. Um, college players, they're gonna go in the end zone. You know, yeah. they want to score. Um, it, it's just – so it's kind of mind-boggling. And, and it kind of makes sense. These coaches just – you see it time and time again in college football where coaches don't know how to manage the clock. Yep. And I think that kind of makes sense that they just don't watch football like the rest of us do because we're mm-hmm. all like, take a knee. Oh, my God, call a timeout now. You yep. know, like we see it. We know – It's instinct. Yeah. Yeah, it's like because we've watched so much football and these these other guys, they don't watch the games like we do. Yeah. Time, You know, they're watch, just watching film without time on there. So that actually kind of – I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, if there's anything to that, but it makes sense. It does. Yeah. Most people should have someone on staff kind of keeping you. Yeah, you would, you would think a program like Miami would have – enough budget to hire a game management analyst or someone on staff to do that say all that that was a segue unc covers 31 21 yeah so y'all took it that way of everybody's kicking miami so unc is just gonna roll over them 
think this is going to be a big rallying point. This is a pretty good Miami team. Their offense is a lot better. They have a great quarterback. Mario Cristobal has done this before. I mean, he's mismanaged games before in Oregon. Yep, yep. He still manages to keep a job. Yep. He wins football games. Mm-hmm. This is a classic, like, I really like Miami here. Okay. I think Miami beats UNC outright. UNC's kind of – they really haven't done that much. I mean, Appalachian State took them to double overtime. Um, They beat a very mediocre South Carolina team. I'm just – Outside of the Appalachian State team, North Carolina is taking care of business. How they were supposed to, when they were supposed to. They're playing – but this is the best team they'll play all this point this year. When I don't you, disagree with that, but North Carolina's defense has improved as the, as the season's gone on. Their offense has improved too, I feel like. Um, now, at the end of that game, there were 15 Miami players just distraught, crying on the sideline. I think this is good. I think this loss is really going to hurt um, the locker room. More and so. I'm, I'm taking it the other way. I think, yeah, I think he's going to be able to. Hey guys, I messed up. That's on me. And it's going to be one way or the other. Yeah, um, I, I'm taking it the other way. I think they win. I think they win here. Yeah, I think North Carolina wins big at home. I think North Carolina might announce to the ACC we're a contender. Florida State. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Doesn't Clemson have a bye week this week? Um, I don't know. They're so irrelevant now. Like, okay. The reason I'm asking is, do you remember when we read those like posts that they were going to announce they were leaving like this week? Oh, for the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Yeah. Sorry. Just I saw it was October 10th and randomly thought about that. I apologize. You can continue. Sorry. I I think North Carolina's a better team, but I agree with you. I digress. UCLA plus four plus four at Oregon State. I like the Beavers here. Home team. I do too. But who did UCLA just play last week? Washington State. In Washington State. Um, yeah, Oregon State at home. I like them. I like them to cover that four-point line. It said 44-37. It'll be a high-scoring game. I mean, Oregon State couldn't stop Cal, so they're not going to stop UCLA. Um, yeah, that was a weird game. Oregon State's defense has been good for the most part all year. Um, that was that was a weird performance by them there. That was kind of an outlier. Uh, I'll take you at UCLA to cover the four and lose by three. I mean, they've had. I mean, they played. Their defense played bad against Washington State too. UCLA's did. No, uh, Oregon State's. They've been kind of struggling the past couple weeks. You think the overs a play? I do. Um, I mean, hell, I almost have Oregon State hitting the over single handedly. <laughs> okay. Well, love over. It's not my favorite over/under for the week, though. You know what my answer for that's going to be. 
Iowa and Wisconsin are playing a football game together. Right, hey, well, if, you, if, if you bet that every single time, I would be five and one on saying Iowa unders. All right. Teaser of the week. Thomas and I both like Oklahoma State. Yep. Versus Kansas. You're going to hear a trend with my this game on me. And Oklahoma State plus nine. Okay. 401k lock of the week. I hate, I hate to even give one away. I've been struggling on these this year. I'm on a heater right now. I'm doing well. Um, Will, you want to go first? Yeah, let, let me let me decide on one. We'll go and then you go. Will, you go. So this lock of the week is separate from my Big Ten lock of the week, which I will announce on Friday on Twitter. By the way, I got it right again. Did you I do it on Michigan. Twitter this week or last I week? I did. Okay, good. I said Michigan would cover 18 and a half, and Michigan won by 42. So I feel like I'm doing pretty well with this. I'm now 6-0 and in the Big Ten lock of the week. <laughs> this lock of the week, which might be my Big Ten one, Rutgers is only a five-point favorite against Michigan State. This is free money. Rut- I mean, Rutgers wins this game by three touchdowns. I we love that. We need to start doing a um, a parlay that we all do of all of our locks of the week. I like Rutgers. I like Rutgers too here. That minus five. I like that pick, Will. And so, I call the Spartans for a reason. Mine's a, a little bit off the beaten path. Um, this game's actually Friday. So if you're not doing anything, let me check the time at 6 o'clock Central Time on Friday night. Um, tune in to ESPN and watch Memphis versus Tulane. Memphis is getting four and a half points at home as an underdog. I still think Tulane wins this game, but I think it's very close. So I think my my lock of the week is Memphis covering four and a half. Um, I'm looking to see who Southern Miss plays, and I want to take the other side. Are they off this week? That's kicking the buzzards while they're down. I can't find them. They must have a bye week. You're saying the buzzards are circling over the buzzards? Um, I'm going to do what West Virginia. West Virginia is mine. I thought about that. I did too. Minus yeah, the buzz- Southern Miss is off this week. Yeah. Ooh, they play South Alabama on Tuesday, next Tuesday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's the Tuesday game I'll watch. Uh, speaking of Tuesday games, Coastal Carolina and Apple tied 24-24 with two minutes left in the fourth quarter right now. Oh, one minute, 13 seconds left. Well, let's wrap it. this up so I can watch it. <laughs> Get wrong team favored. Uh, Oklahoma State is going to win the game versus Kansas this weekend. So, I love that. So, yeah, that's my wrong team favored. Kentucky minus two over Missouri. Wrong team, uh, Missouri win. A and M, A and M, wrong team favorite. Uh, t- Tennessee's wrong team favorite hosting A and M. Favorite over under. I mentioned this earlier. Oklahoma State versus Kansas at fifty eight and a half. I like the under in that game. I'm also going to tease it with Addison for that teaser too. 
Who did I say I liked over earlier? There's one I really liked. Or was there an under I liked? There was an over you liked. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, well, I like the under West Virginia and Houston. I like that under. Um, Iowa, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin's over under is 36 and a half, by the way. You could give it to me at 26 and a half and I'd take it. Shake your head all you want. You're wasting free money. I'll probably play the LSU team over this week. It should yeah. be like 35, 34. Yeah, that sounds about right. They're an 11 half point favorite. It should be about 34 ish. I'll probably play that over. Uh, Missouri, Kentucky, I like that under. I like the over in Miami, UNC also. Yeah, uh, but that, was, that was the one you right. mentioned. That was it. Miami, UNC over 57. And yeah. Then, Will, you want to close this with your underdog pick? Okay. It's about time we had some crazy shakeups this college football season. Now, many people might be thinking, oh, Will's picking Purdue over Ohio State. Because that always happens <laughs> when Ohio State's ranked in the top five and Purdue isn't. No, I think Ohio State, I think Purdue is really bad this year. So I don't think that's even going to happen. See some massive ACC shakeups. We already talked about Miami over uh, North Carolina. I'm throwing a Hail Mary here because I just, I don't know. Syracuse goes into Tallahassee, beats Florida State. Why do you think that? It's just a gut feeling. I'm a big fan of Dino Babers. They've shown some life. Air raid offense, 11 a.m. sleepy game. Florida State has Duke next week. I don't know. Now you can look up, and I'm wrong by 40 points, but – I did say Syracuse is going to beat North Carolina. So you, you see, I'm very high on Syracuse. That's my irrational team. You like, told me several times throughout the week that I was dumb for taking UNC minus eight and a half. Okay. Well, you see, I'm 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 prolonging my anti UNC and my pro Syracuse buzz for this week. Okay, that's fair. Addison, do you have an underdog pick? Uh, I don't think so. I don't either. Will, close this out. Thanks to all 12 of y'all again. <laughs> See y'all.